live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Are you ready to go? Click that rumble button. Let's go. All right, folks. It is 11 a.m. Eastern time, and that means... That you are all locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for being here at 9 a.m. if you were here, maybe at 10 a.m., but definitely at 11 a.m. This is Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show today and every day, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And we're broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and I'm here with my boy, producer Eli, and we are about to throw down for you today. So thank you guys for being here. If you guys could do me the ever-so-humbled favor of sharing the video, sharing the show out. Maybe you're watching on LFA TV here on Rumble. Maybe you're watching on the app. Maybe you're watching on the Rumble app. Maybe you're watching on digital TV. I would highly suggest going back and updating your app, your Rumble app, and your digital TV Rumble app, because they have fixed... A lot of stuff. And when all else fails, you can just go to LFATV.us and there will be a pop-up there for you that says, would you like to watch LFA TV right now? And you say yes. You click that uh, pop-up and it'll bring you to whatever is playing live. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for being here. I'd like to um, I'd like to open the show up today as I always do with a video, a cold open video. And I guess it's not so much as a cold open, is it just as a uh, is an opening video. Um and I want, to, uh, I want to show you what Chuck Schumer is saying. Now, this is the majority leader of the Senate. Not legitimately, I might add, but he is the majority leader of the Senate. I would like you and the world to know that when we default on our loans, on our debt, which I believe we should, but there's always going to be a blame game when that happens. And I believe we should because it's time to stop the bleeding. It's time to bring things into focus. Amen? However, there will be a blame game in the mainstream media. The fake news media will blame somebody. The left will blame. The right will blame. Everybody will blame. Rhinos will blame. Blacks will blame. Whites will blame. Hispanics. There'll be blame for everybody. However, the blame will go to Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden because those are the two that will not make the deal. And even the reporters are saying, hey, you said go to the go to the um, go back to the drawing board. Get the votes and we'll go through. And now we got the votes. You didn't think they were going to get the votes. They got the votes, Chucky boy. What are you going to do now? Chuck Schumer says, nope, we're not doing it. So even though McCarthy is a used car salesman and a scumbag, this was probably the right move to do because it shifts the blame where it belongs while accomplishing what I think we need to accomplish. 
And, well, we need to stop sending money to Ukraine, but we definitely need to stop spending money. Here we go. You had said for months that House Republicans need to produce their plan. They did. You said that you didn't think they had the votes. They had the votes. You probably don't have 60 votes to, uh, for a clean debt ceiling increase. So isn't it incumbent upon you and the White House to negotiate a deal with spending cuts to raise the debt ceiling? These cuts, as we have pointed out as our hearings will, are so draconian. The American people don't want them, and we cannot. These are not even cuts. And this is not a plan. This is a hard this is a hard right wing wish list that everyone knows has no chance of passing and puts oh, good. the American people good. in McCarthy's giving two choices given his hard right and how he's caved into them either a plan that defaults on the debt or a plan that defaults on American families in a very very severe way So the excuse me so the reporters are now saying hey you said for months Go back, get the vote, send it through, and we'll pass it. Now they did that, and you're not passing it. Well, because these cuts are draconian. This is a right-wing wish list. Uh, this has no chance on passing. Good. I'm glad to hear you say that. But I'm also going to be glad when the blame comes where it needs to go, and that is with you and Joe Biden. So while I will sit here and champion all day for, um, for not, you know, not paying those astronomical debts and, and reining in our spending and, and maybe actually uh, uh, having something so drastic happen that it forces us to look at the overture of spending that we've been doing for the last, I don't know, 70 years. Uh, I'm in favor of it, but I'm also in favor of pointing the blame where the blame is going to go. Now, they're going to try to blame it on the right, but the world isn't going to see that. They're going to see right through it. And we know that because these reporters are already asking the right questions. So... Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer will be at fault, and uh, I just want to kind of get ahead of that before it starts happening. Also, folks, we will be in Iowa May 13th. Let me say that one more time. May 13th, we will be in Iowa at the Lordison, uh, the, the Lordson Amphitheater at Waterworks Park. That is the Lordson Amphitheater at Waterworks Park in Des Moines, Iowa, for the Trump rally. One more time, Saturday, May 13th, Lauridson Amphitheater at Waterworks Park in Des Moines, Iowa. We will be there covering the Trump rally. Myself, producer Eli, uh, Mike Crispy of Unafraid, and, and uh, Anna Perez from Wrong Think. We will be in Iowa. So we hope to see you there. We pray that we can see you there. I know there's a lot of people out in that uh, vast Midwest that'll probably be be going to this Trump rally anyway. So we hope to see you there. And our very own Ryan Matta, that same day, will be covering the Reawaken Tour in Miami, Florida. Folks, it's Donna's birthday today. Let's go ahead and let's sing her birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Donna. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Donna. And of course, I've already told you guys about the app. Yes, the app, the Rumble app, not the LFA TV app, but the Rumble app. You should have both, but that has now been upgraded and updated. It is beautiful. It is easy to navigate and all the shows are popping up. And also, if you have the app on your digital TV through Rumble or Roku, uh, or I mean through Roku or Fire Stick, or maybe you have a TV that has its own app store, then you can get the Rumble app on there as well. And that has been updated as well. So definitely some big changes. And before we move on to the Lord, are you ready for this? Let's move the mic. Who needs a new hand? Who needs a new grocery bag? Who needs a new tote bag? 
Who needs a new a bag now that Walmart is charging for all of their bags when you buy uh, groceries at Walmart? Folks, we got our new series of tote bags, and this is our first of three coming out. And this will be up on the store possibly today for you to order. Keep on, keep looking out on jeremyharrell.com and lfadv.us for our web guide to get these brand new tote bags, and they are nice. And it says Christ 2024, baby. Okay, if we're going to have anything in 2024, let's have Christ 2024 and save America. Brand new shopping tote bags going up on jeremyharrell.com and lfatv.us today. Make sure you're on the lookout, and we have more coming as well. We have three new uh, tote and handbags coming out. And yes, Christ 2024 is what we need, huh? Let's go to the verse of the day today. As I, like I said, they're not up there yet, but they should be up there by the end of the day today, okay? Now, let's go to the verse of the day titled, Addressing Gossip and Accusations. Because there's a lot of it out there. And we as Christian people need to start standing up and calling out gossip, calling out wrong accusations, fake news, false testimonies, uh, spreading rumors, um, you know, LGBTQ trans awareness in public, all that stuff. We need to start calling it out. And I'm going to be reading from Mark 2, 5 through 11 and Mark 2, 16 and 17. And it's going to address what Jesus did in his day when he saw somebody um, gossiping or saying something wrong or spreading lies or rumors, he addressed it immediately. Here is verse 5 from Mark 2. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, Why does this man speak like that? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately, not later on, it says immediately, Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they thus questioned within themselves, said to them, quote, why do you question these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sons are forgiven or to say, rise, take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, quote, I say to you, rise, pick up your bed and go home. Since you couldn't take it the other way, let me give it to you in a way that you can understand. Either way, you should be believing in what I just did. Also, verse 16, it says, And the scribes and the Pharisees, when they saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, said to his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? And when Jesus heard this, he immediately, again, not later, but immediately said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but the sinners. All through Mark and the rest of the Gospels, really, Jesus spoke up promptly when people are accusing, gossiping, spreading false information, etc. He doesn't grumble. He doesn't wait until later and gossip about what people were saying in the crowds to his disciples or to others. He doesn't plot revenge or start some kind of a campaign to discredit the Pharisees or the Sadducees. No, he doesn't. What does he do? He calls them out right to their face, right then and there, and there's, so that there's no confusion about what is right or righteous and who it's coming from. He, he, there's no hearsay. There's no he said, she said. Just straight to the point and very candid. Not to be mistaken, by the way, for something that I fall guilty of all the time, which is anger or being rude. Just matter of fact, a lot of people get mad at me when I do this. And I'm not trying to compare myself with Jesus at all because God knows I don't do it properly sometimes and I don't always follow in Jesus' footsteps of staying calm when I'm very matter-of-fact. 
However, while I work on my delivery, my actions will never change. Anytime I see someone saying something that is not true or gossiping or about something that they don't know anything about, I will call them out publicly in front of everyone the same way I want somebody to do to me. And you guys do. And I thank you for that. And it convicts me. And I thank you for that. There should be no embarrassment coming from you if you are the one called out in public if the person is right and you are wrong. Feelings don't trump facts. When you see or hear people doing this, address it and them immediately. Many times, if gone unaddressed, the problem will turn into a contagious and destructive situation. And it could have all been avoided if someone who was strong enough just stood up and addressed it as soon as possible and called out the guilty party no matter how against the grain it is. And this goes for everyday sinning as well. This goes for demonic things that you see as well in public, like public campaigns of LGBTQ or trans awareness, lewd behavior, drunkenness, prostitution, etc. The strong Christian needs to stand up like Moses did, like Noah did, like David did. Trust in the Lord and please him, not man. In Jesus' name, we go to prayer now. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, while we're busy calling out others' behavior, we need to make sure that we're constantly convicting ourselves of our own behavior because God knows that we have enough of that that we need to course correct, amen? And that's all I'm saying today is that behavior like that And any shape or form needs to be called out. And if we're guilty of it, we need to call it out ourselves as well. All right, before we get to the first and foremost section, folks, I would like to talk about the Trump book. Now, we talked about this when we were at CPAC, and this is an author. uh, Mike Huckabee is the author of this. Help your kids learn the truth about Donald Trump and celebrate America with this free patriotic bundle. Now, when you sign up, it will be free for 30 days. And then if you want to continue in any capacity, you will be charged. But ladies and gentlemen, check out this stuff. This is great curriculum. Here's everything that you get with this free 30-day bundle. Unless you cancel, I mean, if you cancel, you still get the stuff for free. But if you keep going, there's more and more. And any child will benefit from having this curriculum and these books in their household, okay? Here's what you get. The kids... Guide to President Trump, letting you know who he was, what his accomplishments were, unlimited access to the entire library of video lessons, and 30 days of unlimited access to the new e-spired library featuring 48,000 books, magazines, videos, and more. Quality education for kids that is second to none. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is called the Kids Guide to Trump book again the kids guide to trump book it is free for 30 days for signing up and if you want to continue on after that there is a fee but that fee is 100 dependent on which one you choose and all you have to do for this right now is go to jeremyfortrump.com again that is jeremyfortrump.com to sign up and get this free 30-day bundle jeremyfortrump.com go there today folks and let's, uh, I got it for my kids. It's on the way. And I urge you guys to do the same thing. And if it's something that you don't want to continue on with, then no harm, no foul. Just make sure that you cancel. Okay. First and foremost section. Here we go. Mm. How about a kid's guide for God? 
There is one of those. It's called a kid's Bible. And if you want that for free, all you have to do is go to jeremyharrell.com, sign up for a kid's Bible, absolutely free. We'll send it out to you. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a good way to start the show. All right, here we go. Putin had an assassination attempt on his life. Vladimir Putin had an assassination attempt overnight on his life. And apparently it was Ukraine who attempted to hit the Kremlin with drones overnight to assassinate Vladimir Putin. Boy, ladies and gentlemen, if this does not prompt World War III, this kind of stuff, then I don't know what will. And I cannot help but to go back in time just a little ways, not more than a few months ago, when flimsy Lindsey Graham, who was booed when President Donald Trump mentioned his name just the other day, called for the assassination of Vladimir Putin. Because Lindsey Graham knows that even calling for the assassination of a world leader who's got the most nuclear arms on planet Earth Lindsey Graham knows that even the, the mere calling for the assassination of a, attempt of, from a U.S. senator is fighting words. But then, a U, uh, but then an assassination attempt occurs, and apparently it is Ukraine. It's from Ukraine, and the United States are, is the one that's supplying Ukraine with all of this military might, all of these weapons, all of this money. Folks, this is sure to kick off something like World War III, and this is stupid, and this is dangerous. This was reported uh, today that Ukraine attempted to hit the Kremlin overnight with a drone strike in an assassination attempt of President Vladimir Putin. Video was released by Russian News earlier this morning. Putin was reportedly not hurt in the attempted bombing. Ukraine attempted the drone strike. This is from a, uh, this was the first video we got, and it was was titled, Ukraine attempted a drone strike on the Kremlin uh, targeting Vladimir Putin, and then it was, uh, it said it failed. Now, I want to, um, let's see, uh, give me one second here, folks. I actually have to resize this video uh, so that you guys can see it properly because it it's came in a, in a weird si- size that is not uh, compatible with what we're doing. So I have to resize it and crop it. So just give me one second here. Apologize. <clears throat> All right, that should do it right there. All right, this is what we got of video. I'm going to bring this over now. Click play, and here we go. So as you can see, the smoke above the building. This is the first video that came out about it. Again, when you got a United States sitting senator, okay, a United States sitting senator of flimsy Lindsey Graham calling for the assassination attempt, and then just a few months later, there's an assassination attempt. What do you think Russia thinks? What do you think that the top officials in Russia think? They're doing anything they can to start World War III. Now, you got to ask yourself, what would the reasoning be? Thank you very much, Buckbusters, for the $20. God bless you, man. He says, always bringing the truth. Thank you. What would the reasoning be behind this? Why would we want to start World War III? Why would some of these people who already have power, already millionaires, want to start World War III? Because when you are of this kind of power and of this kind of money and in this kind of influence, something like a Lindsey Graham or a Mitch McConnell, the industrial, compl- the industrial military complex, the industrial war complex owns you. They own you and you're a puppet and you do whatever they say for whatever reason. Maybe they got something over on you. But really the ultimate thing here is to keep Donald Trump away from world power because who's the president of the United States of America is the strongest man in the world, okay? So 
Donald Trump, we got to keep him away from the White House. We got to keep Donald Trump away from the presidency. We've got to keep Donald Trump away from power. But also, we have to shift the world into a one world order. And a World War III, when we come out of World War III, that's exactly what they will be setting up. They're setting up for it right now. The global infrastructure of a one world order is not only already being set up, but they're telling you about it every time they do it. Every time there's another World Economic Forum, every time there's another Klaus Schwab meeting or a George Soros meeting, the words that are coming out of their mouth is that we are shifting, not we are going to, but we are currently shifting the world to this because the world needs to adopt these practices. So once they do a world war, out of that world war, BRICS will be the, uh, the Federal Reserve currency of the world, not the dollar. It will be BRICS. You already have 28 countries signed up for it. BRICS will be the dominant world currency that replaces the dollar. And once you get rid of America being the world superpower when it comes to military and money, well, then no longer, ladies and gentlemen, do they fear the United States keeping anybody in check. And that will open the door for the one world order, one world government, controlling the energy, controlling the food, controlling the currency. And that will make way for what? The Antichrist. This is not conspiracy theory. This is not Jeremy going off the hinges again because I linked this to the Abrahamic house that is already built in the United Arab Emirates in which which Judaism, Christianity, and Islam will all come together under one roof for one world religion. And guess what the first thing that they banned was? Crosses. There will be no crosses depicting Jesus in the Abrahamic house of Emirates. So it's all connected to that. Ukraine is expecting to launch its spring offensive in the coming weeks. Kiev made an attempt to hit the Kremlin with drones, but the attack was successfully repulsed. The press service of the Russian president said today, quote, tonight, the Kiev regime made an attempt to strike with unmanned aerial vehicles on the Kremlin residence of the president of the Russian Federation. According to the press service of the head of state, two unmanned aerial vehicles were aimed at the Kremlin as a result of a timely actions taken by the military and special services with the use of radar warfare systems. The devices were put out of action. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that that leather thong wearing actor, that, uh, that, that fake president, In Ukraine, do you think that him and his military have the ability, the technology, the manpower, the might, the know-how, the technology in any way, shape, or form to be able to send unmanned drones over the Kremlin behind enemy lines without being detected to attempt an assassination uh, of Vladimir Putin? Do you think that Ukraine has that ability? Now, Ukraine may have the ability to have unmanned drones. Okay. They may have the ability to target something. Okay. But do you think they have the ability to sneak into Russia and get an unmanned drone in range of the Kremlin to assassinate Putin? I mean, come on. You have to be completely naive or ignorant or just plain stupid to say that that would be possible. That's not possible. So who has that ability? Well, then you start using the same logic of investigatory uh, procedure as you would when you go to the Nord Stream pipeline. Who had the ability? Who had the know-how? Who had the manpower? Who had the technology? Who had the clearance? Who had everything? The United States of America. 
You have to start using reductive reasoning here and say, okay, it couldn't have been them. It couldn't have been them. It couldn't have been them. But you don't have to do uh, reductive reasoning very far into understanding, hey, Ukraine does not have this ability. They just don't. This had to be the United States of America. So you got flimsy Lindsey Graham just a few months ago get, saying, hey, we should, uh, should probably uh, take out Putin. Here we are a few months later, and we're sending unmanned drones to attack the Kremlin, and you want us to believe that it's Ukraine? If it's Ukraine, then why do they need our help? If they've got this much ability to take out Putin, then why do they need the United States' help? That's the question I'd be asking about it. All you have to do is just think about it. It is common sense. I'm also going to ask you guys to please make sure you rumble the video. So if you haven't liked the video yet, please just reach down, click that thumbs up. And if you can help folks, we're only 225 people away from breaking 4,000 here on Rumble. I would appreciate that. Thank you very much. Here's some news you're absolutely going to love. Are you ready? I need to take a drink of coffee for this one. I believe you're right. I believe it is our drones that we gave to them. Okay, you ready for this? Eli, you're going to love this. I didn't tell Eli about this before we started. President Trump kicked off NBC off of his plane in Texas. He says, NBC, get him out of here. Get out of here. Get off my plane. This is my plane, okay? And I can say who comes on my plane. Just like I can say which outlets are allowed at my rallies. And guess what? NBC got kicked off of Trump Force One. Let's get into the story. I absolutely love it. Beautiful. Now we're only 200 away. Thank you for the shares. President Donald Trump kicked NBC reporter Vaughn Hilliard off his plane after a massive rally in Waco, Texas in March. I didn't know about this until today. I wish we would have had that news back then. The rally was held after New York City DA Alvin Bragg charged Trump with the 30 felonies and the latest lawfare uh, fake news story against him. Yeah, okay, we're, we don't need to, to get into that. But thousands of people turned out in Waco. Remember that, you guys? Remember how big that rally was? An NBC reporter, Vaughn Hilliard, asked President Trump about Bragg's frivolous lawsuit against him. President Trump told Hilliard, I heard you're a nice guy from NBC but you're not. President Trump reportedly grabbed an NBC, an NBC reporter's phone and demanded he be removed from his plane after he was asked about the criminal probe by Manhattan DA, hey, 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 fat Alvin Bragg, during an informal press uh, gaggle, according to a newly obtained audio. The fact that President Trump physically grabbed the phone out of his hand makes me love President Trump all that much more. What about you, Eli? The fact that he literally yanked the phone out of his hand, I would love to see this. That makes me love him more. The same way they're trying to discredit um, Tucker Carlson right now because Tucker Carlson is dropping F-bombs and telling people to F themselves and saying that Fox News' streaming platform is garbage and all that. That makes me love him more. You can't put out any audio or any video to make me love Tucker Carlson more than seeing that. Same thing applies here. There is no way that you could make a Trump supporter love Trump more than by telling us that he yanked a phone out of an NBC reporter's hand. The heated exchange, which was first reported by Vanity Fair, occurred on March 25th following Trump's campaign rally in Waco. The leading Republican contender was speaking with a group of reporters about his plane, aboard his plane when NBC reporter Vaughn Hilliard suggested that he seemed frustrated by Bragg's investigation. The question was seemingly hit with a, hit a nerve in President Trump, who told the reporter not to ask any more questions. 
I'm not frustrated by anything, Trump replied, according to the recording obtained by the Washington Post, which was probably... Um, which is probably in some way, shape, or form altered. So I can't wait to see when President Trump releases his version, which now it's in the news, you know he will. He says, what am I frustrated? I just did a speech for two hours. I'm not frustrated by it. It's a fake investigation. We did nothing wrong. I told you that. It's the exact opposite. This is fake news. And NBC is one of the worst at it. Don't ask me any more questions. I heard you were a nice guy, but you're not. Nearly a half hour passed when Hilliard reportedly tried to ask Trump another question about Bragg's investigation. You see there? That's where you effed up. That's where you faffoed, Eli. He messed around and found out real quick. Trump says, I don't want to talk to you. You're not a nice guy. In the obtained recording, apparently, Trump can be heard telling his aides, get him out of here. Let's go. Get him out of here. Out of here. Out of here. Out of here. I can just see it now. I can't wait until President Trump releases his version of it. And that is my guy. That is my guy, ladies and gentlemen. I absolutely love it. How many, let's go to the Rumble chat. Let's see how, you, how many of you uh, say that that makes you love President Trump even that much more. Let's see. Poke the bear. Watch out. Exactly. Exactly. Trump told the reporter, no more questions. Reporter kept on with the questions. Exactly. I think, that's, I think it was fair. NBC is the worst media. We want heads on a platter. I, I hear you there, brother. I hear you there. Jeremy, yes. Get him out of here. 100%. Trump, Trump, Trump. Like a boss. The Don father. Way to go. Love it. Fafo. Exactly. That's my president. He's lucky President Trump didn't drop him off while the plane was flying. Trump is my guy too, Suzanne says. My husband knows it. Trump looks stronger. He does. He looks maybe. You know what? I think Trump's been drinking Field of Greens. That's what I think. I think President Trump has been drinking Field of Greens. What do you guys think? You know what? I think that's a great segue. Let's talk about our favorite Field of Greens right now. What am I drinking today? I'm still drinking on lemon lime. I don't know. I'm not even a fan of lemon and lime unless it's Sprite. I always did like Sprite. But now I'm starting to love the lemon lime even more, folks. I really am. Let us know in the comment section which field of greens that you're drinking on. I would love to know which field of greens Donald Trump is drinking on. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, we got that trusted lemon lime right now. So let's talk about it. Organic superfood, superpower food, bringing superhuman strength. And really, it's the same thing God wanted you to have when he created you. He wanted you to have a proper daily dose of fruits. He wanted you to have a proper daily dose of vegetables. And if you get that proper daily dose of, fruit, uh, dose of fruits and vegetables, guess what happens? Your body starts acting the way God created it to. Now you might feel like you have superhuman strength. Unfortunately, that's exactly how we're supposed to be. We're just getting back to the original design. So let me take a big old drink of my lemon lime here. A lot of people ask me, how long do you sip on that? Usually takes me about an hour or two, depending on how much I'm working. But I usually drink it in about an hour or two. So folks, join us today if it's your fir- very first time. Trust me, $69.95 at a retail price. Plus you get your discount with, the L- with using promo code LFA. It is far cheaper than buying organic fruits and vegetables for the month. And this is a one-month supply. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Let's move on. Democrats are trying to destroy the Supreme Court of the United States of America. And how are they doing this? Well, they're doing this with basically ethics hearings, okay? 
And why are they doing this? Because they want to get rid of Clarence Thomas. They want to get rid of Justice Alito. They want to get rid of the strong voices. Now, we know that Kavanaugh is easily bended, uh, bends the knee to the Democrats, all right? We've seen Amy Coney Barrett bend the knee to the Democrats. We know that Chief Justice John Roberts bends the knee to the Democrats. But they really want to get rid of Justice Alito, and they really want to get rid of uh, Clarence Thomas. So leading up to them trying to pack the court or whatever they're going to try to do, they've got to slander them first. And that's all these ethics committees are doing. So let's get into it. Here we go. Senate Democrats' affection for slinging mud at Republican-nominated Supreme Court justices dates back decades. Remember what they did to Clarence Thomas in the 90s. Yet even after years of failed attempts to stifle confirmations, ruin reputations, destroy their campaigns, delegitimize them as a justice or as a person, basically breaking them down at every single chance they get, now they're doing Senate Judiciary Ethics Committees. Democrats claim that their concerns about justices' financial disclosures, right? They're really talking about Clarence Thomas here. And ethics practices predate the Biden administration. But it wasn't until a string of coordinated recent hit pieces calling conservative-nominated justices integrity into question that leftist legislatures on the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee decided to take action. Do you guys remember Heidi Prisbala? Uh, she was the uh, reporter for Politico who smeared Brett Kavanaugh in 2018, recently painted Justice Neil Gorsuch's real estate, um, initiated two years before confirmation to the Supreme Court as a picture of corruption. That piece of shoddy investigation was debunked just as easily as ProPublica's attempt to accuse Justice Clarence Thomas of cozying up with, conf- with a conflict of interest was quashed. To justify their ongoing smear campaign, Democrats brought in congressional witnesses such as Kedrick Payne, who is not only quoted in Politico's Gorsuch smear, but also works for a legal group that asserts on its front page that the Supreme Court is a threat to our democracy. Here's the problem with the word democracy. Even President Trump uses it. When President Trump uses the word democracy, the crowd needs to boo. The reason why President Trump stopped touting the efficacy and the greatness of Project Warp Speed and getting the vaccines out is because every time he did it, the crowd booed. Now, every time he mentions Lindsey Graham, the crowd boos. I have a feeling that Donald Trump will stop talking about Lindsey Graham and bringing him along the campaign trail. Same thing needs to happen here. When Donald Trump uses the word democracy, I, I am calling on everybody. This is a call to action. Boo it. Because one thing that Donald Trump knows is that when we speak, he should listen. And we need to speak. Because he can only know what we want if we speak up. So when he uses the word democracy, let's speak up. Because it can only be a threat to democracy if there's a democracy. But we don't live in a democracy at all. Democracy leads to mob rule. Mob rule leads to what they did in Rome. That is why we are a constitutional republic. Do we have forms of democracy? Yes. But those forms of democracy are only called that because that's what they were called in the past. They still live under the umbrella of a constitutional republic, period. So yes, it is a threat to your democracy. And we want your democracy threatened. I want to go to a uh, quick video from Senator Josh Hawley. 
Senator Senator Josh Hawley is always pretty straightforward. You know, he's pretty straightforward with uh, with what he says. Now, I don't agree with Senator Josh Hawley all the time, but I don't agree with a lot of politicians all the time. But here's what he says. about The threat is we will deny you security unless you do what we want. Yep. Let me say it again. We will deny you security unless you do what we want. We had an assassin come to the home of Justice Kavanaugh and try to murder him. Yep. We have had credible threats on the lives of other justices. And now members of this body say we will deny you security for you, your families, your children, unless you do what we want. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Judge Mukasey. But see, that's, but see that's a Democrat. That's, that's tyrannical rule. That is democracy. That's democracy is mob rule. People say, well, how is democracy bad? Because democracy means the majority of people can make up whatever they want. And the people that dissent or don't agree with them must follow or else they'll kill them or they'll excommunicate them or they'll not give them security in this sense. You see what I'm saying? That's democracy. We are not that. Now, speaking of, so you're going to see a lot of attacks from the Democrats on the Supreme Court in the next coming months. Ignore them. Press on. They're nothing but 24-hour smear campaigns. Share the video if you agree. We just dipped under 4,000. We want to stay over 4,000. Now, Justice Alito, Samuel Alito, who also the left hates very badly. Samuel Alito was one of the Supreme Court justices, if not the most, the best Supreme Court justice when it came to speaking up against the 2020 election fraud. If you remember, his area to oversee was Pennsylvania. And he told the Pennsylvania legislature and the people counting the votes, you got to stop. You got to stop counting these votes. And what did they do with him? They ignored him. They ignored him and they did it anyway. So how, I mean, nobody's following any laws. But Justice Alito claims that he has a pretty good idea. Says he's 99% sure that he knows who leaked the Dobbs draft. And says it made all the justices who voted for it, uh, to kick it back to the states, a target of assassination. And we know that's true because Justice Kavanaugh almost got killed. I mean, somebody literally went there to kill him. And the Democrats want to take away their security detail so they can get killed, so the Democrats can put somebody on the Supreme Court. Because now that we have the House, there is no possible way, there is no possible way that we're going to be able to pack the courts. Definitely not now. And Manchin might be leaving the Democratic Party anyway. That's another piece of news. Manchin might be leaving the Democratic Party anyway. There's no chance in packing the Supreme Court, but there is a chance by letting them get killed or killing them like they did Justice Scalia with a pillow over his head on a hunting trip so they can put other justices in there. Because the one thing that's going to stop them from giving over sovereignty to the WHO from destroying this country completely into the brink of collapse is the Supreme Court. That is the last line of defense right now that we have, the Supreme Court, and they want them gone. They want them gone. Now, we got to move on because I've got a lot to go through and we've only got 20 minutes left. Please rumble the video. If you have not, I thank you for doing that. We're going to go to Montana because I do want to stand up for some justices like Alito. Now, these aren't Supreme Court justices, but they are justices. They are judges with a moral compass. They are judges that actually operate with a high level of integrity. And you know that by their judgments in their rulings that they pass down. Now, this is a great story out of Montana if you're talking about integrity and a moral compass because a judge has banned a transgender lawmaker from being on the House floor 
And then when that transgender lawmaker tried to appeal that decision, decision, excuse me, the judge rejected that effort as well and has banned this transgender lawmaker from being on the House floor. Now, wait till you see a picture of this transgender lawmaker. It's actually pretty sickening. It actually may, it, it looks like a drowned rat or a disturbed rat. It looks like a demonic rat. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's what transgenderism does to you. It makes you look like a zombie. But this is the transgender lawmaker. It goes by the name of Zoe Zephyr, Eli. Zoe Zephyr. I'll bet you dollars, uh, I'll bet you a million dollars that I don't even have. Uh, I'll bet you a month's salary that Zoe Zephyr is not the real name of this transgender uh, Montana transgender lawmaker. Demonic, though. Anyway. Uh, was barred from the Montana House floor recently for breaking decorum during a debate on legislation regarding, guess what, sex chain surgery for children. Zephyr has spent every moment since trying to get back in by sharing photos on social media and trying to get court sympathy. Zephyr even took the case to a judge who just ruled against him again. Representative Zoe Zephyr, The ruling came after attorneys for state of Montana asked the judge to reject transgender Zephyr's attempt to return after she silenced, she was silenced and then banished from, uh, for admonishing Republican lawmakers and encouraging a raucous state house project. Lawmakers working under attorney general Austin Knudsen, uh, had continued that any intervention by the courts on Zephyr's behalf would be a blatant violation of the separation of powers. They wrote in a court filing that the Montana House of Representatives retains exclusive constitutional authority to discipline its own members. And the judge agreed and says, too bad, so sad, you are continued to be banned from the House floor, you sick, disgusting freak. Actually, I added that last part. But good riddance to bad rubbish, right? Now, do you know, do you, we've seen all these trans terrorists, trans insurrections, right? Transurrections. We've seen it down in Tennessee. We've seen it in South Carolina. We've seen it in Montana. We've seen it in Oregon. We've seen it in Washington. Yet nobody's labeling that an insurrection. Do you want to know what Texas does with transurrectionists? Texas don't play, folks. I got to tell you that. Texas uh, Rangers, state troopers, they don't play when it comes to trans terrorists. And when you try to do a transurrection in Texas, well, this happens. Watch this. Play games. Play games in Texas. Now, ladies and gentlemen, back where I come from, that's called Play Games, Win Stupid, Play Stupid Games, Win Stupid Prizes, which Chris DL just put up. Thank you for the shares. We just crossed 4,000 again. But in today's world, they call that FAFO. I don't know what that means, but I'm just saying. Anyway, that's what should happen. And not because they're trans, not because they're LGBTQ, 
because they are administering the same kind of uh, of rioting and and, and disrespect and public um, uh, what is that called? Uh, I can't think of the term that they use anywhere where you're causing a disruption in public, right? Uh, public safety. What's that, Eli? Disorderly conduct. Disorderly conduct. There you go. There you go. That's why you. That's why that happened to you. And they're and they're saying that we do that all the time. We don't ever do that. And the only reason it happened on January sixth was because the people that started it were not us. We just followed suit. And why did we follow suit? Because they shot at everybody. That's why. So I say you keep doing that like Texas does, and these people will stop their antics and they'll stop their behavior real quick. Real quick. Texas doesn't play games. And I know we got a lot of people watching from Texas right now. I think the world could learn a lot from you guys. Anyway, we're going to go to our next sponsor, and then we're going to go to the Rumble Chat. And the next sponsor of the day, folks, is Gold Co. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people, a lot of you guys have already transferred your IRA and your 401k, maybe fully, maybe partially over to Gold Co. Here's what I suggest. If you are one of the people in the LFA chat right now who has done anything with Gold Co., please let us know about your experience and about your success rate if you were able to do it uh, and how they treated you. Now, I know Gold Co. is not for everybody. I know that precious metals aren't for everybody. But for those out there who have done it and who've had the ability to buy it, Please let the audience know what it's been like and if you feel like your money is safe because that's what this is all for. It's about making sure your money is safe from going to Ukraine, making sure your money is safe for retirement when President Trump comes back and rebuilds the dollar. But here's another reason why right here. When you go to sell it back to gold and, and, and precious metals buyers, they have the highest buyback price guarantee, meaning that they are going to give you the highest price back to, to liquidate that money I mean those precious metals, back into the U.S. dollar. So, ladies and gentlemen, goldco.com slash live or 855-559-3433. Again, that's 855-559-3433. Or go to goldco.com slash live and talk to them today about how you can secure your money. And, and, and uh, I know there's a lot of people with a lot of different stages of wealth that have gotten hold of these guys. So I thank you guys for, your, uh, for calling them and using them because apparently enough people have done it to where they want to continue to sponsor. Now, Patsy Boatwright just donated $50 and says, I have never been so proud of my fellow Texas grassroot patriots. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I feel the same way. Texas patriots, much like a lot of uh, states, lead the way in a lot of ways. They really do. Let's move on, folks. Fox News is continuing to hemorrhage viewers following Tucker's removal from lineup. Now, one thing that I want to make clear, I never, ever, ever, ever want a company to completely go bankrupt or broke when there's good people working for that company. However, comma, if that company is so bad that everybody knows about their crap and about their behavior and about money they took from the CCP, XYZ, and they know about their, uh, ever since the 2020 election when they called it for Arizona that night. Anybody who continues to work there, and I don't care how much money you're making, anybody who continues to work there and doesn't stand up and call them out themselves, then I don't have any sympathy for those people. 
If this company right here were to become corrupt, were to become corrupt, and let's say Mike Crispy found out, found out about the corruptness, and he decided to stay here for whatever reason, then he would be a part of that corruptness. So when it, when it comes to companies like Bed Bath & Beyond and all these people that have gone woke and they go broke, well, there are consequences. And what did you think was going to happen? And now we know that Fox News took a $100 million loan from China right before they killed Tucker Carlson's show. So when you got... Rupert and, and, and his son and, and, and Rupert Murdoch and his son meeting with Ukraine and the president of Ukraine right before they fire Tucker. You got Fox News taking a $100 million loan from a Chinese bank right before they fire Tucker. And then they fire Tucker and, and then all of their, uh, their, their company goes down the drain. What did you expect to happen? I just, what I don't understand is they had to have known this was going to happen. So if, they, if they're not stupid and they had to know this was going to happen, then you got to ask yourself why they did it. And the only reason they could have done this outside of shooting themselves in their own foot because of ignorance is because they're going to be promised subsidies somewhere else. They're going to be promised subsidies somewhere else. Now, where would those subsidies come from? Well, if they're going to get subsidized somewhere, somewhere else outside of your viewership and advertising dollars, then that's got to be by the government or by the people that gave them loans and propped them up. And who gives them loans and props them up? The CCP. So my question is to you, do you still support Fox News or don't you? Now, if you do, let us know in the comments thread, and I don't want anybody to attack somebody because they still support Fox News. I'm just going to ask you straight out, do you still support Fox News or don't you? Because they are hemorrhaging and they're taking loans from the CCP. And if you didn't know that, now you do. And now that you know that, my question is, do you still support them? I just truly want to know. Put that in the comments section. Also put it in the comments below too. Now, we've got to go talk about cryptocurrency for a minute. Because you guys know my boy Ryan Mata. On Matta, a fact that comes up at 2 o'clock every day here, he's big into, into crypto, okay? And he's taught a lot of us a lot about crypto, like Bitcoin and all that stuff. Now, you know that the government can't touch Bitcoin, right? There's nothing they can do. They can't, they can't devalue it. They can't uh, manipulate it in any way. And that is why so many people decide to put their money in crypto rather than, say, gold or silver or land, because the government ha can't, can't touch it in any way, shape, or form. Right. And we know the government can still manipulate gold somehow. We know they can still come and confiscate land. They've done it before. But crypto, they can't do anything about. Well, now Biden wants to put a 30 percent climate change tax on cryptocurrency mining. And you say to yourself, well, Jeremy, isn't cryptocurrency mining just digital mining? It is. So how can you put a climate change tax on it because of the power that you need to operate these cryptocurrency mining programs? It is a lot. You can spend more on your electricity bill than you make in a day by crypto mining. But Joe Biden now wants to put a climate change tax on cryptocurrency mining so that he and his lobbyists and the Washington corrupt elite, those swamp donkey uniparty elite, can make money off of cryptocurrency because they can't make it in any other way. Now they want to put a climate change tax on it of 30%, meaning that whatever, then that way they can, well, what is 30%? 30% of what? Eli, what would that mean? 30% of what? How would they know what 30% of is? You know what the 30% of is? How much you make. How much you mine. Oh, there it is. They want to know how much money you have 
in crypto. Because they can't find out in any other way, they're going to use the IRS to put a crypt, they're going to use the legislation, put a crypto tax, a climate change tax on crypto money. They're going to use the IRS to enforce it. Then they're, by that fact alone, by that fact alone, by default, the crypto miners are going to have to report how much they make. You start to see it now? Now, not only do they know how much the crypto people have, but now they're going to tax it too. Sick individuals, ladies and gentlemen, but this is a Biden economy and this is a Biden regime and they want it all. And now you know. Speaking of things that you should know, University of Texas, let's go back to Texas real quick before we get close out the show here. University of Texas, by the way, rumble the video, folks. We are sitting at right now 1,270 rumbles. Okay, we need 400 more rumbles. Can we do it? If you are one of those people that have not liked the video yet, please do that, and I thank you. University of Texas in Austin has now scrubbed its feminist glossary using the word women to avoid using the word men. (laughs) Who are you going to call when we get invaded? Hopefully not a man. The University of Texas at Austin faced backlash after a diversity, equity, and inclusion glossary of terms created by the Office of Financial and Administration Services was highlighted by conservative education activist Christopher Rufo, who said, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Why did you guys remove the the use of the word women? Oh, that's why. So So you could get rid of the word men. I'm telling you, folks brainwashing from the cradle to the grave and the universities are brainwashing the most and who has money and power over the universities china the ccp the ccp has more money and influence and control over our u.s universities teaching our young children our, our young adults everything they need to know than any agency any american agency in existence China, taking women out so they can take men out. They are taking out our masculine, our masculinity out of our country so when they physically invade us, nobody will be able to hold them off. Nobody will be able to hold them off. Now, folks, to close out the show today, I want to uh, play a video for you. And this is a video that you're, uh, uh, an action that you're used to seeing, but not a video that you've seen maybe. Katie Hobbs, the illegitimate governor of Arizona. What was she best at back in the campaign days? She ran. Not ran for office, ran from reporters, ran from questions, hid in basements, hid in bathrooms. Remember when James O'Keefe confronted Katie Hobbit? What did she do? She ran, didn't she? Ran to the bathroom and hid. And then when her aide came out to aid her, he ran in the bathroom and hid. It sounds to me like Katie Hobbs knows that she's an illegitimate governor because once again, Katie Hobbs, when confronted with questions, runs and hides. Check it out. Oh, you're helping communities deal with Title today. I'm very sorry. Governor, Governor, it's been a week since you vetoed a bill. (laughs) What do you want? It's been a week since you vetoed a bill. Why won't you take any questions? It's been four weeks, Governor, since you've had a gaggle. Why are you avoiding the public? Why are you avoiding the press, Governor? It's been four weeks, Governor. Oh, that's the sound of a suburban door. Thank you. 
That's the sound. That's a sound of a suburban door. And you want to know the crazy part about that? That was just local news. ABC and NBC and Fox affiliates. That wasn't Gateway Pundit. That wasn't LFA TV. That wasn't RSBN. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Carrie Lake is still fighting in court. Her lawyers just put out thousands of signatures that did not match even in remotely close to each other. They just put that out last week. Still fighting. Still fighting. While Katie Hobbs is still running. Unbelievable. Uh, All right, folks. Again, if you go to LFATV.us, I want to show you what you're going to see. And this is very important for anybody that can't find the show, can't find the videos, whatever. As soon as you go to LFATV.us, this is going to pop up. When you see this, whatever it is, click on it. Boom. Where does that take you? It takes you to the show that's live currently. Okay? So that's by going to LFATV.us. It takes you to the show that is live currently. And uh, also you can check out all the great stuff on LFATV.us. Again, JeremyHarrell.com. We're going to have these Christ 2024 tote bags. We'll have these up by the end of the day today, we hope. Definitely by tomorrow. Definitely get one of these. And because that's what we really need, Christ 2024. That's going to do it. For Live from America, folks, we got Mike Crispy and Unafraid coming up next as LFA TV continues throughout the day. We hope you guys stick around. Give Mike Crispy and producer Frankie some love. They work very hard, and they've got one of the best produced shows that I have ever, ever seen. Thank you guys for being here. I love every single one of you. God bless you. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. If you've not done it yet, please like the video. Rumble on your way out, folks. And remember, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. Peace out. Stop screaming that we first in America